When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies, just chowing on the junkies, yeah. It's pit season, what a time to be alive. Pit season, couple of regular guys. It's pit season, go have yourself a laugh. It's pit season, ha 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 ha. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Bit Season episode, Chase Young, number 99. Wow. Next one is our big 100th anniversary episode. And what do we have planned for, Valdez? I don't know. Maybe we should bring on Vinny and Joe, since since EB is always ducking their podcast. Sounds like they need some new <laughs> podcast hosts. Yeah. Maybe we'll get into that here in a little bit. Uh, I'm Drab T-Shirt. And I'm Matt Valdez. We are the producers of The Junkies. We got a great show for you guys today. You know, as it is football season and we are heavy into the commanders, we still try to find time, like we talked about last week, for skits and bits and having fun. Yes, and we're I, all about we're all about fun. Dragon. We are, and I thought I thought um, you know today after the guys got warmed up a little bit, especially EB. <laughs> yeah, they we'll did, have to talk about cranky EB. They did uh, have have a little bit of fun, but uh, we told you guys a couple weeks ago about our friends at Crab Sports, and before we get into the meat of the show, the, the crab, meat, the, the meat of the, the show. show. I see what you did. Is it the claw meat of the show? Or the jumbo lump meat of the This show. is a jumbo lump only, Valdez. Of course. You're starting to learn. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, we want to tell you guys about uh, some great new things they have going on with uh, Crab Sports. Yeah, Crab Sports have finally launched their app. Um, if you support Bit Season and you support Don't Sleep Energy and you support all of our sponsors, we, hopefully you guys support Crab Sports. Uh, right now we're... Especially you Marylanders. Especially you yeah, Marylanders. that's where it's done at. You'll have all that Maryland pride and you have that flag flying or tattooed on your arm like the, like the redneck you are. You should be downloading the Crab Sports app. They have a, a bunch of awesome features. They're featuring our Jumbo Lump Parlay, where they give you a boosted odds on me and Drab's selections for the week. I know this week I'm taking the Ravens under 41 and a half against the Browns. Oh, the Browns. That's, that's, num- a, that's not very many points. It's not very many points. I thought it was 45. You're taking under 41. Under 41 and a half. Is that, an alt, is that an alt total? It's not an alt total. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm buying it. I'm buying into the Browns defense. Okay. The Ravens defense, although uh, very banged up, has played very well. So I'm looking for a low scoring snooze fest under in that game. All right. We're going to lump that with Drab's play. I like Georgia minus 14 and a half uh, at Auburn. I was going to say between the hedges, but... No, that's not between the hedges. No, it's not. Um, At Auburn, I think Auburn stinks. Texas A&M just pumped them last week. And Georgia's starting to get look a little better week by week. They get Ladd McConkey back, their wide receiver. Like Georgia big in this one. I think they're going to win by over 20 points. But just take the minus 14 and a half. 
Georgia. And uh, we want to remind you guys that Crab Sports wants you to play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Must be 21 years of age or older. So this is what you do. You go to your phone, you download the app in either the Apple Store or the Android Store, and then you put in the promo code BIDDIES. Yes, BIDDIES is the promo code for Crab Sports. That's where uh, you get hooked up. Uh, we love Crab Sports. We appreciate them being a sponsor. And like I said, you like to you want to support us. You want to uh, keep the show going. You support our sponsors. Absolutely. All right, Valdez. We got a, a lot to get into today. Um, first off, we heard we we're a little embarrassed about Cakes's microphone last week. We are radio professionals. We are. But um, you guys got to know, we actually don't. We, we never wore headphones during this show. We had we had a lot of issues going we, on. Yeah. So what we happened after last week's show, we said enough is enough. We 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 Valdez and I sat in here for a couple hours this week tinkering with the headphones. And yeah, the, we were like Roger. We had, <laughs> we had Roger help us out for a little bit. We got our headphones working again in here. We rebuilt yeah. the console basically. Yeah, from scratch. We had to resolder everything. So now we have headphones, and <laughs> yeah. we can be able to tell if Cakes is microphone or one of our microphones. To, we should be able working. to uh, monitor our levels better too. We should, even though I've gotten so used to not <laughs> doing know, a show, so show with headphones with you that uh, it's actually kind of jarring. It is, right? not, it is a little bit jarring <laughs> to be wearing headphones. I, I didn't as stupid know your, as that sounds. Your, your voice is so booming, <laughs> and I'm also I'm using Cakes's microphone stand, and yeah. Cakes is legendary for for having his volume turned up as as much as possible because he basically has tinnitus in his ear and he's going deaf and I can see why he's going deaf well, he has this thing on like 11 I think Lurch does as well because my volume right now is about 85% lower than his was that's unbelievable I, they always say that radio guys go deaf but I've been wearing headphones for 20 years whatever it is yeah I've been wearing and headphones my, a long my ears time. are silly Mine, my hearing's definitely going going poorly. Hey, did we ever have a hearing test on the junkies? No, we should though. Why don't? Why haven't we done it? That's great. Hey, write that down in this for summer okay. for summer bits. Summer Put that bit. in your notes. A hearing, hearing test. test. All right, but how does the audience get like? Well, it's easy. So, so whenever the guys, so whenever the guys are being administered the test, mm-hmm. we play the sounds over the air. So, so you're hearing what Eric's hearing. In his ear. So have you ever had done a hearing test before? When I was in kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. It, it was I, like I, a green box or something. Yeah, I imagine it's the same kind of thing where they, they bring you into that little tiny room that's in like the the alcove of the library. Yeah. They hook you up to the machine and you're supposed to like raise your hand if you ever hear a, a tone. Some of those tones were, were <laughs> oh, butt faint. Oh, oh so faint. <laughs> All right. So that was unfair. So that's what I imagine is that everyone be, uh, stays quiet and say, they say, okay, we're now going to administer the test for EB. All right, EB, raise your hand if whenever you hear a tone. All right? Mm-hmm. And then the guy will signal to us, and we'll play the tone over the air. The same tone? That's the same tone but at, how the do same, we the bu- at, the, at the same frequency. Okay. All right? It's, I can go into an Adobe and edit all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, you can. Uh-huh. All right? And so and have it at the same frequency and and play it. And then they'll hear what Eric hears, and then you'll be able to tell if your hearing's the same as his, worse than his, and same thing for all the guys. He'll have to verbalize it. He'll have to say sound or beep. 
We'll, Eric will. Uh, yes, Eric will have to verbalize Instead it. Instead of but, raising his hand. But but the person who's administering the test doesn't verbalize it because then you could notify Eric when something's playing when he can't hear it. Right. Does that makes sense? Yeah. You had, did you, Um, I always enjoyed those tests in kindergarten. So did I. Or early elementary because you had, you had the hearing test. You definitely, had, you had the hearing test. You had the scoliosis test. I remember the scoliosis test. Were you ever worried that you were going to get scoliosis? It sounds really bad. It sounds like you'd be in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. To me, scoliosis sounds like a bacteria infection. Yeah, almost like uh, a meningitis. Something like that, yeah. yeah. But, I, you know, I always passed the lice test. The lice <laughs> test was a big one. I mean, that was ultimate shame. Oh, of course. <laughs> if, you got, if you tested positive for lice, you might as well be a leper. Can I tell you, I don't know if I've ever even seen lice in my life. I, I've never seen lice Have either. you never had it? Never had lice. Now, I think I maybe know, it's more common in girls I don't because e- they're the longer hair. I don't even know how you get lice. Well, I think you hang out with other... Lice-infected people. Yeah, other lepers. I just I just know it's a big thing at schools. Yeah, it must be how it... Obviously, how that's it spreads. How, yeah, that's how you spread it. Where do lice live in yes. your head? Well, I know, but don't... Do they have like a home base... <laughs> like a like a, a hornet's nest, yeah, like a so nest, the, yeah, yeah, you a lice I mean? nest, like in your house somewhere, or like I don't a, know. is there a queen lice <laughs> or the queen lie? I don't even know what it <laughs> yeah. would be. What, yeah, what's the singular for lice? Lie? I have no idea. But I've never had lice. I've never had. They lice take either. the comb and they rub. They the rub back it, your head. Yeah, they rub it through your head. Mm. And hey, that is the most frightening. That's the most frightening five seconds of your life. Yeah. I never really sweated the lice test because I knew, like, I figure I would have you didn't known. have any hair? I, I, did have a, I did have a buzz cut. I did have a buzz cut. By the way, we should maybe t- talk about Drab possibly getting another hair transplant. Hey, this or is not, a, I mean, a candidate for another hair transplant. Hey, good for you, Jack. Jack. I know. Our, our buddy Mike uh, from the mill was giving me a kind of a hard time about it yesterday. He was like. What, about the transplant or being bald? About uh, inquiring about a, another hair transplant. Hey, I don't I, know if I, no, the look, audience even knows, but this is now the third I, time it, someone's inquired about I, giving Drab a hair transplant. <laughs> well, think about it. Nobody, nobody else is intrigued by it but you, right? Like cakes. I think you use the phrase for cakes too far gone. Cakes is lost cause, and he it would be too weird if he just showed up with hair. Yeah, Brian Mitchell. I think he likes his bald head. That's his look. Black guys look great bald. They don't have anything to worry about. You, on the other hand. I have, I told the guy, it's like, he's a P1 too. His name's Dr. Kevin, uh, Dr. B, Kevin B. Um, I told him, and I and uh, before we go too far down the road, I have to go into his-, his You um, need a consultation. Nick, I go, I go, look, dude, I bet, this is my I, third I, I, consultation. I, I, I'm like a prime candidate. I know everything. Everything you're about to tell me about this procedure that you I, do, I, I, yeah, I know. Yeah. And, and um, what, yeah, no, he's a, he's a nice guy. He's a P1. Here, give me, give me. It's the, a mom and pop hair restoration. <laughs> as you, opposed have to like, you have a boutique hair restoration. Well, as opposed to like, you know, like people would go to Bosley or whatever it is, you know. Yeah, the, the big chain yeah. store. Uh, Dad doesn't shop at the big chain <laughs> stores for his hair. <laughs> Here's the only thing that gave, it gave me a little pause about it. Yeah. And look, if I ever get a hair transplant, I'm fully aware that it's going to become prime show material. You re- you realize your hair will be the new AWOD. Yes. Because whenever the guy's got nothing, 
They'll talk about your hair. And I don't know the first thing about the medical field, I'll be honest, but it's a little, it was a little concerning that he was, before he was a, a hair transplant doctor, he was a urologist like th- four years ago. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like, he, like he transferred colleges. Yeah, yeah. He went to the transfer portal yeah. and picked a new field. <laughs> He got tired of looking at dongs all day (laughs) and said, I'll I'll look at something even even more emasculating, uh, men with no hair. So so, hold on. So give me give me the relay the pitch. So when you go in for these consultations, they say they say, "Okay, we're we see the problem. You can't grow hair here, here, here and here. We're going to. Well, they want to make sure that a you have enough hair in the back. Okay. Because what they end up doing for, the, for this procedure, the main procedure, is they take – it sounds horrific. They take basically your scalp, your, yeah. your skin in the back. They pluck it out of your head. Okay. Sew, like sew it back together. So tighten the back of your head again <laughs> and then pick all the hairs out of that uh-huh. and then put it on top of your head. So, so it's like they're planting seeds. They're planting like a seeds gar- yeah. in a garden. They're planting seeds, and then <laughs> it's so intensive that I have to do do it again nine months later. <laughs> You're talking like I don't know, thousands and thousands and thousands of hairs. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Re- we're replanting, and <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Uh, I've never gotten so many like messages about people when they hear me talk about this stuff from uh, my fellow We're, bald guys out there that are interested now have you have, do you know anyone who has completed the the transplant process um yeah well some of the the guys i've talked to the last the dr b dr kevin he got one guy looks like a male model by the way oh yeah he probably had slight balding and he just took care of it at a young age uh-huh he looks great yeah how do you how do you but, but the guy at the previous place that I almost went to like a year ago or six months ago, at one point in his life, he, he was completely bald, like cakes. And he just got numerous procedures done. You know. And now he's got like this slick back Governor Newsom layer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's going to be shocking, like seeing you with hair. I know it's a slow it, growth, though. Uh, <laughs> it's a sl- it takes like months to months to grow out and then do it again and. I don't know. And how. it's still, you're still not going to, I'm not going to look like. Are you like, just going to rub it in my face to like, just. No. With your luscious, have, you no, know, with your it. luscious locks, you're just going to. Uh, no, it's because. It's going to be weird. It's like when a, a, a chick gets boobies for the first time. Right? I, I you're wish. Wearing, I, wearing low uh, cut tops all I over. I wish it was like that. It's going to be you wearing a bandana all, <laughs> yeah. all over the place. No, yeah, like I'm, yeah, I'm wearing, uh, bring out the spiky hair gel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like you're gonna that. Keep, you're going to keep. Uh, you have a big pompadour. <laughs> yeah, you're going to keep product in your locker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's quite like that. I think you can only get a certain amount of your hair back. Um, so I don't think I'm going to be why looking you, like. Why do you want this? Why do you need this? Are you so self-conscious about it? Um, it it's you're 41 years old and married, and I mar- still still you still want to look good no matter what how old you are no matter what you still want to look good. I don't think it's I I don't see drab. it as a vanity project necessarily. I don't I, I don't know what it is. I think drab drab suffers from this this low self esteem. No, I don't. Syndrome. No, no, no. I actually he, have great self esteem because you're just you're constantly you're constantly tinkering, tinkering and <laughs> transforming <laughs> yourself. Well, who if you're if you're not working on yourself, what are you doing? I don't know. Living. You're you're working out every day. I know, but I, I also, don't think it's low self esteem. 
there's something about like I love my life. I absolutely love my life. I'm very thankful that I'm alive and, and appreciative of everything that I have in my life. And there's plenty of people worse off. I take. I'm very grateful for my life. I just got this. There's if there's one short end of the stick. There's I got two things about me that drab drab suffers from like this physical phobia a physical phobia body dysmorphia i do not have body doors you, i actually think i'm a, I'm a good looking guy especially with a hat on and in the winter time when i'm wearing <laughs> two layers multiple layers. And multiple layers and not wearing a thin t-shirt but that I'm wor- I'm working on that as well. <laughs> You're always working. I'm a, yeah. Well, you, You're ne- never satisfied. Part of never it, settle. That's Drab's motto. Dude, never settle. Part of it is the intrigue of of an expensive uh, procedure. I know that's being also, that's given also, to me. I know that's also that you get you get your rocks off on that. A little bit. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that they're just gifting you this this massive thing, and they're entrusting their their business with me as their spokesperson. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's why I, that's why I took up golf so much. Right, is, right. I could, is that I couldn't I couldn't believe some of these courses were letting me play there. Right, it's a great perk. <laughs> it's a huge perk. It's just uh, they let they let this idiot redneck rub, uh, rub elbows with with some of the area elite. Right. Well, it's the same same kind of same, same kind of thing. Concept, I get, I'm, I except my, I'm doing something for them. That's true too. What are you doing for the golf courses? <laughs> you can't really mention them. <laughs> You know, like you kind of can in I passing. Can. In passing, right? But I, and we're I, doing a little bandwagon advertising, is what they call. It. They see the celebrity uh, drab T-shirt getting a hair transplant. They want one too. Well, they see Valdez hitting balls at maybe, yeah, maybe they do at, at Potomac Shores. Yeah, maybe they want they want to go play. They want to go play the same course as Valdez. All right, maybe maybe you're maybe you're onto something. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, you're you're always tinkering. Yeah, always tinkering. That so rem- we'll see. Rem- rem- speaking of the test, that reminds me of the physical fitness. Test. Physical fitness test that, I hated. I always hated that because because I, of the pull ups. No, 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 no. That was my that was my cup of tea. The pull ups were your cup of tea. Cup of tea. I was uh, I was wasn't good at the sit and reach. Oh, I dominated the sit and reach. Wasn't there the rope climb? We didn't have a rope climb. It we was had a, a mile, climb. a mile. Sit and I reach. Crush that. I'm, uh, everyone, everyone used to. Can I tell you that when I was like in fifth grade? Were you the fastest kid in second school? fastest? Andy George was the fastest. <laughs> you but know, there's twenty. That's, what, that's why Seinfeld's so genius. I know. Is that every, everyone remembers who the fastest yeah, kid in school was? I know, right? Like if if you didn't finish in the top, if you were a male and you didn't finish top five in your mile run, it, it you, was, you were you might as well I, been the big fatty. Can I tell you? It was it was a d- measuring contest. For it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first grader. <laughs> It sounds like a, a bad thing to say, but in reality, it's in reality what it, it really was. was. That's how you. Because it, the, the, the mono e mono. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you everyone compared all the sports they played. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Eric Tate played soccer and lacrosse. I know, every, but there was a, there was a very firm, definitive uh, answer, and that was your time. Of course. Right? It wasn't yes. like, oh, I saw him make three baskets in a row. Like, yeah, yeah, there was yeah. no sugarcoating. He scored three, he scored three goals. Well, yeah, he was cherry recess, picking or recess. whatever. Right? Yeah. No, no. This is it. Like, you get on the line, the, the, the whistle blows, and you run a mile or whatever it is. At, and, um, yeah, at Bodkin Elementary, we used to run, I think it was like four laps, four laps or five laps mm-hmm. around like this soccer field. It wasn't just a soccer field. It was right. like, it was like from this goalpost to goalpost, and you go all around. All right, and like you said, it is a measuring contest. All right, so so what? 
uh, I think, Lawrence Siebold. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is that the fast kid in your class? No, he wasn't. But he ended up he ended up beating a bunch of fast kids. And this guy didn't have an athletic bone in his body. All right. Really? Yeah. Didn't have an athletic bone in his body. And he ended up beating like the, the twins that played soccer in at, at Bodkin, mm-hmm. all of the all of the fast kids. All right. And then there was and then there was controversy. Why one, is of that? The, one of the kids say he dropped one of his popsicle sticks. Oh, are you supposed to carry a pop? Carried the popsicle sticks so you remembered your laps. How many laps you had to do? Oh, really? So no one cheated. So, we, so we didn't do that at our. <laughs> so we went. So we locked arms mm-hmm. like like it was a missing person, and we, we were combing the fields for the popsicle stick. Did you find him? We found the popsicle stick, and we shamed him for cheating on the mile. It was well, a it, huge Bodkin Elementary controversy. Isn't it a little obvious if you can just see who's out in front and know where they're at? If somebody gets uh, finishes a dude, we're ten, after, we're ten years old. Okay. <laughs> we're not putting two and two together. All right. Did you ever? Um, then the other only other testing that we took when we were young at school that I remember was the vision test. Vision test. We did that at school, you, and maybe a colorblind test. I think maybe we did we, that. We too. had that. Um, did you have the uh, the obesity test? No, they did that in uh, Pasadena. <laughs> Pasadena, really? You had you had calipers. What right. is, okay, I'm, I mean, what is a caliper? It's like you would they would pinch oh, the like fat. The, yeah, they yeah. would pinch the fat mm-hmm. on, on, literally on the side at, at your love handles. Mm. They would pinch it and then they would measure your body, your uh, BMI, and then wow. and, and they would call it out in the middle of gym class. Of, and then no was, chance! I swear to God, in front of all the in other boys of, and then, girls, in front of all so, the boys and girls. Why haven't you a big fatty? There's if no you, chance no, they did if that. They were a big fatty. They would say Sarah Jones. Forty-two. I swear to God, you're no, I swear to God, <laughs> they did not call I, out, I, dude. I swear to God, they used to they used to pinch the fat on your sides, mm. or it might have been might have been under your, your arm. under your arms. They used to. It's one or the other, and then and then they would get a reading, and then the, the, Mister Shiplet would call it out and would go, uh, go John Smith. Uh, thirteen. Uh, Matt Matthew Myers, twelve point two. Sarah Smith, forty two. <laughs> That's funny. You you remember the names of all your teachers when you were that young? Like your PE, your secondary teachers, Mister Shiplet. Was that was my, your PE teacher. That was my PE teacher. What was your number one sport? I'll tell you what my number one sport was in PE. In PE, that, that I literally could have been pro at. Uh, I was, I was the best, the best at steal the bacon. All right, I'm intrigued by steal the bacon. <laughs> All right. Steal the bacon. Now this is not high school. This is elementary. No, yes, school. this is elementary school. Mm-hmm. All right, where speed kills. So what you would do is you would put a you would put a um, bowling pin. All right. Mm-hmm. On like the at midcourt, and keep in mind this is like a shrunken court. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't like a full high school NCAA yeah, basketball yeah, yeah. court. It's, it's probably, school, it's probably yeah, like yeah. three quarters. Of, yeah, of, I know of those the courts. Court. Yeah, all right. So they would put 
they would put a um, you would divide up into teams. Mr. Why are Chip- we talking in panty? Voice? I don't know. So we're in our new headphones that are throwing us off. <laughs> it's throwing me off. <laughs> Maybe it's all they, the dick measuring comments. Yeah, it really it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Shiplet would divide everyone into teams, into fair teams. Put mm-hmm. all the fast, divide up all the fast boys. Yeah. All right, because you couldn't have all the fast boys on the same team or the fast girls on the same team. And then you would have a bowling pin. At the at midcourt, right at the middle. Mm-hmm. All right, and then everyone would line up. All right, on the baseline. All right, and you're getting mm-hmm. your getting into your running stance, and then Mister Shiplet would say, "Drab Valdez, go!" Like that, and you would run to the middle, yeah. and you'd have to get the bowling pin and take it back to your side before the other person could. And then what? And that's it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Steal the bacon. All right. Uh, it's hot. I was also very good at. Uh, uh, Red Rover, Red Rover. And I, can I tell you that I love Red Rover, Red Rover? <laughs> of course. What a what a game to be a bully. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like bullies, you could just really just lay into someone in that game. Yeah. Um, Wait, hold on. Let's let's talk about Red Rover because you just got me size. Red Rover, Rover Red, Red Rover. Rover I dare drive to come Rover. over. Is that what you guys say? I dare. Yeah. I, I think dare. when we say send, we'd say Red Rover, Red Rover, send Valdez right over. Or something like that. No, Red Rover, Red Rover, I dare drab to come over. And then you'd, st- you'd kick your feet back like you're a bull. Right? <laughs> yeah. You start snorting <laughs> and huffing and puffing. <laughs> How could you not run through the hand? Like, if you... I don't, was never clotheslined by someone's hands. Never. Never. But when there was... When you... And I and I have admitted that I regret being a bully, you know? But, yeah. like... And maybe you're not a bully. Maybe just part of the game, but... I remember just swinging that yeah, arm into Rob Scott's stomach. <laughs> yeah, <of laughs> <You know? laughs> I've never, I've never right. locked arms harder than what, than with my compadre. It was like the Hoover Dam. Yeah, it was. Right? <laughs> I, I was trying to take people's lights out. Yeah. Um, Did you ever? Uh, what about capture the flag? I was a master at capture the flag. We uh, we never played that in PE because we had good facilities, unlike you. And we, <laughs> I know. Uh, you, you ever noticed? You ever noticed? All of my PE is is imagination based. Right. Trap actually has equipment. <laughs> we had a nice big gym, uh-huh. like you know. Um, what was my number one? Oh, um, floor hockey. I mean, I was the Wayne Gretzky <laughs> of floor hockey. I'm taking six, seven goals in PE every time. And it's, and, and because we I did floor hockey. Did you yeah. have to wear the goggles when you played floor hockey? No. That, they made us wear goggles no, when this we did it. Pre, uh, <laughs> pre pansy. I remember the plastic hockey sticks were red and yellow. And yeah, I remember those. I, I mean, I was Eric Lindros. Like, I was unbelievable at this game. I can't, I, to this day, I can't skate. I probably would be a horrible hockey player, but I just clean up everything in front of the goalies. <laughs> you were, were the gar, one of the garbage men yeah. sitting up front. We had um, in high school, because you had to take PE for the first two years in high school, we had this old PE teacher. Or at least I thought he was old at the time. He's still alive. I think he's like 95 years old. Yeah. His name was Doyle Boatman. All right. <laughs> and uh, the big thing, and I'm not sure if we talked about this. Doyle rule. That's all I get. Sorry, guys. Was um, you had to dress down for PE, right? Yeah. And to so change you, into your uniform. To change into with locker rooms, you had your locker, and then you, you yeah. wear the mesh green shorts, yeah. and then like the white ringer tee. 
That yeah. was like, yeah. just like, uh, yeah, I know, I know you yeah, mean. Okay. Hey, hey, did, hey, did, did the girls always roll their shorts up? Yes, yeah. the girls yeah. always look ro- cute. But here's the, <laughs> the constant rolling of the shorts. The goth kids yeah. never wanted to get out of their blacks. I know. Yeah, they, would, right? they would wear their jeans <laughs> underneath their shorts. So what would happen? Mr. Boatman's rule was no exceptions. You had to wear the uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you didn't, you had to sit on the steps of the, of our g- gymnasium. Like we have a massive high school gymnasium. It's like, see, it's like, I don't know, six, 7,000 for basketball. Yeah. Um, and so you had to sit on these gigantic stairs watching everyone else. And you, you got uh, like an, and you got like a incomplete for the day, incomplete yeah, for the day. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then you only got a certain amount of, you only got until you, you were kicked yeah, out. If you miss three, you automatically failed. You know, it's I don't understand. These goth kids never dress down. Like they yeah. never. And so we'd be playing yeah, like, what are you, you going to do? Fail me in gym class. <laughs> yeah, so they, I guess these kids would fail gym. Yeah. I have no, idea. it's just so stupid. It's the yeah. easiest A. but he would always like, I, I remember he would, he, this guy got, his rocks off on ejecting people out of PE. Okay. <laughs> like it was an umpire. Yeah. And no, I know I'm not even kidding you. His phrase was, and it, it, like it became his shtick over the years. He'd point at you and, or like if you were a bully or you were, you know, screwing around horseplay, he'd uh-huh. say, and I, this never happened to me, but for example, he'd say, Cahill, you're out of here. And he'd point to the locker rooms. Okay. <laughs> And I always knew this over the years, but I hadn't thought of Mr. Boatman in years. And I'm on Facebook the other day, and his name pops up, and I I go, Doyle Boatman? He's still alive? And I click on it, and he's like 95 years old, and his Facebook profile, his bio says, you're out of (laughs) here. I swear to God, dude. It's his tagline for life. (laughs) He probably still says it. Yeah, I mean, hey, uh, do you think? Hey, do you think alo- alumni go up to him all the time and 100%. say, "Hey, hey, you're out of here." A hundred percent. Hey, I had a my gym teacher in high school was Mr. Look at this. Look at this. I'm going to show you this. I just brought it up. How look how old that guy is oh sitting in his old man chair. Oh my god! All right, so think of that guy about 25 <laughs> <Yeah>. years ago. <laughs> And then look at his profile there. <laughs> Quote made famous by Mr. Boatman. Yeah. I had, was it? My, uh, my high school gym teacher was Mr. King. And what was so uh, unique about Mr. King is mm-hmm. he was missing his index finger on his right hand. Really? Oh, yeah. And he'd shake, he, he would shake your hand. And was that would, like a would, test to see would, if you were? It would, no, it would, it would just creep you out. He knew he had a missing finger. Right. It would just creep you out. And the weirdest part about it is he was the baseball coach. <laughs> so, so I don't know. Silly split finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. The baseball coach, huh? Yes. Oh, hey, real quick, mm. back to capture the flag. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna let everyone on a little secret on how you win capture the flag. Oh, please. All right. You need, I haven't played Capture the Flag in many, many years. You need you need volunteers to go to jail. So you have to – this is your strategy, is that you have to have two – you need to have three people in jail, all right? And you can kind of fake it all at once or get tagged and put them in jail. Mm-hmm. But what you need to do is you need three people in jail. Then you need a diversion person to go get the to try and go get the flag. Mm-hmm. You need to free the people in the jail, and then the people in the jail need to go get the flag on their way back to the other side. That's how you always win capture the flag. The strategy behind that. All right, uncanny. it's like a stampede, yes, and you just like can't a stampede. Get, you, you don't realize that the jail that the, they've been let loose. It's, it's been a jailbreak, uh-huh. and now you're trying to find the people from the jailbreak. Right, and then since there's concern about the jailbreak, that's when the flag is. 
is most vulnerable. Now, I'm drawing a blank. Is Capture the Flag the same game as Smear the... I know. Yeah. No, I'm not I'm being serious. I, like, I just haven't I thought you, of it in many years. I think years. you can say... Is it, it the same it, game? I think you can say that in the context, since we're talking about the game. I no, I do, everyone knows what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't, don't want to get fired. I think you can say Smear the... <laughs> I, mean, I don't think you could say that. It, it was. That's what it was called. I know it was called, but there's a lot of words you can't say anymore. I'm just saying that's what it was called. Is it the same game or different games? To be honest with you, number one, I don't know if you can say that word anymore. Number two, I don't know if you can be violent anymore. Right. And number three, uh, it's probably too rough. It's roughhousing. Yeah. That wasn't really a PE game. No, that was just a reset. That was a recess game. Right. And how were you at dodgeball? Dodgeball? I I was bad. Wasn't it great hitting the girls with the ball? It was. Did you guys use the cherry balls or foam balls? Cherry. Cherry balls. Yeah. Right? No <laughs> yeah. chance they used the no. cherry. Come on. It, it, Come it's on. Che- wait, hold on. It's cherry ball and like an international <laughs> word. You know what that, you, when I say that, you uh, know so exactly. I knew exactly what you yeah. meant. Okay. All right. Yeah. I didn't know if that was just what they were called in my hometown or something. No, we used the cherry. The, we the would just call them the dodge, the dodge balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't play kickball. You would play, kickball, hey, get a dodgeball. Four square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, God, it's great being a kid, isn't it? I know. I miss it. Do you think these kids these days no, are still- No, no, I can already answer your question. No. They got to have games. I mean, I see kids playing no, outside. No, all, ga- all of their games- Are standard. Are online stuff. I know, but I see, like, I see kids playing. Like, I, you know, I, I live in, uh, like, just, there's a courtyard right in front behind my house for our, for our complex, and- um, there's kids out there all the time, but they're only playing basketball. Like they're never playing, playing any like grab ass games. games or anything like that. I felt like I was, I you know, we played a ton of those games. I never seen any dodgeball, Red Rover, no. any of that know, stuff anymore. Do you know what kids? Kids, uh, you sound so old. Kids these days don't know the thrill of getting on a swing set, going as high as possible, mm-hmm. and then launching yourself off of the swing at its apex. Well, swings are still popular. I. I'm you know, spent a lot kids, of times at playgrounds. Yeah, but are kids launching themselves off of the swing? I like to think so. I, I hope that. I don't see it. I hope, I hope that isn't an, a, a bygone era. Do you know what we used to That's do? That's a rite of passage. Do you know what we used to do? Hmm. Is that we would go on the swings, go as high as possible, and then when kids would walk by the swings, we would jump off and try and clothesline them like we're Macho Man. <laughs> yeah, you guys were intense. <laughs> we weren't very intense. We're also they're stupid kids. One of my most life's most embarrassing memories is flying off a swing and my pants falling down and my G.I. Joe underwear being exposed. Okay, I was in first grade. My G, like my, my, my whitey tidies with like little G.I. Joe guys in front of like a fifth grade girl, uh, this, this uh, black girl that was beautiful, all right, mm-hmm. and an older woman. And I, and I remember her laughing and I can remember it to this day, top five most embarrassing moment of my life because then you just you're a first grader your pants yeah, fell down of like, you're she, the you're the the pantless first grader and i'm sure she told all her friends of course, or, or and they're yeah, giggling yeah they're probably having a slumber party uh, talking about it yeah hey, man did i tell you did i tell you i almost died on a playground no i thought i did no i was i was going down a slide head first all right mm-hmm. kid stuff right and i was wearing metal slide or plastic slide? metal slide mm-hmm. all right um, Hot as the surface of the sun. It was actually, no, it was in the winter during okay. recess. Uh-huh. And I was wearing my brand new starter jacket, maroon and, and uh, green 
Mighty Ducks started. Classic. Yeah, I know. That is, that's a hey, great hey, call. hey, hey! I just, I just moved up yeah. on your list, didn't yeah, I? That's a good, yeah, that's a good. I had, the, had the duck logo on the back. Uh-huh. Uh, the, now, was it Mighty Ducks or the or the no, hockey team? The hockey team. Okay. All right, because this was right after the movie. Mm-hmm. All right, and the Anaheim Mighty Ducks and just had, started. Yeah, yeah, just mm-hmm. started the maroon green, and yep. it had the the mask mm-hmm. uh, as the emblem. Yep. All right, so I'm going down uh, the slide headfirst in my new Mighty Ducks uh, starter jacket. As I'm going down the slide, the strings, all right, mm-hmm. the str- that that the little that knots le- on the end, the knots on the end mm-hmm. that you tighten your hood with, mm-hmm. all right, got caught on the handle of the slide, the metal handles at the top. Oh, as I'm going geez. down, like, head a, first. like a noose or something. Noose. That thing was wrapped around my neck. <laughs> all right, all right, and I, I was I was kicking my legs. I looked like. Uh, Brooks from the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> All right. I'm yeah, but you were on the slide. I, I, I know, and I'm, and it's hanging on by my neck, and I, and it's yeah. literally hanging me, yeah. and my feet are banging against the metal slide, wow. and these kids, these kids are just look, were just looking at me, mm, yeah. it, uh, speechless, as I'm. Mm. Wow. Screaming like that. And did they eventually come over and help you? Teacher sprinted sprinted over mm. all right yeah. and grabbed me by the legs to help me up and then finally um another teacher came over and untied it from the metal from the metal bar from the mm. metal handle yeah. i had it looked like zorro cut a z in my neck <laughs> all right <laughs> really yeah i mm. had a huge scar bleeding from the neck rope rope burn in the shape of a z right down the middle right Damn. down the middle uh-huh yeah almost died i <laughs> wow <laughs> Uh, now that we and are that, talking about and that, it, and I thought I told you that. Can I tell you the thing? And, that, and maybe ever, you did. Since, hold on, ever since, ever since then, but, Mrs. Valdez, my mother, mm-hmm. took out the because str- they had to call my mom, they called the ambulance, and everything. Mm-hmm. The whole debacle, whole scene. This was probably when I was in third or fourth grade. Right. All right. Ever since then, my mother took the strings out of my, <laughs> <laughs> of my jackets. jackets. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't be trusted I with couldn't them. Be trusted. Right. Wow. You know, the thing I love most about this show is that we get to spark these memories that we have long repressed. Of course. Maybe maybe just forgotten about. And I don't get the opportunity in my everyday life to outside of doing this show to think back on my childhood and all the things that happened to me. It's a it's a therapy session. It's not even it's just fun. Right, it's just fun. Like we have a whole rundown here. We don't get to any of it because we just get caught up on our own bull. And then I know the listeners are sitting at home thinking, wishing they're wanting to chime in with their own yes. horrific stories. Yes, and, or, or, or what they or were laughing to games, themselves, or yeah. the games that they were an expert at. Right. I wish we had callers. So would I. So mm-hmm. so do I. Do you remember Field Day? Did you have Field Day? We had Field Day. Yeah, the and fun big runs. Thing. Big, 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 big. Yeah, thing. but I don't remember the details so much of Field Day. Well, you had four different. You had four different teams. Mm-hmm. All right. And it was a, it was a big deal because like the order, the order was like randomized. So you got to be hang out with like kids from different classes, but were in the same grade that mm-hmm. were your friends and everything. And so you were on different teams. All right. And then the teams were led by a teacher, not always your teacher, but like a different teacher. And they would assign you an event. Mm. It was the it was, field day was the greatest day. And for all man. the kids from all the different uh, grades, all the, all the kids, all the different grades, they all competed against each other. You, typically at Bodkin Elementary, there was like four classes. Yeah. In one grade. And each class was like 
30 people. Mm-hmm. What was the point of field day? Compete. Compete. <laughs> competition. Instilling that competition. Yes. And I, and then I was the last, I was the last person and mm. it was all tied up. And it was the long jump. Oh, you're not a long jumper. I've seen you. <laughs> I've seen we did the broad jump here in studio. You're not a long jumper. No chance you won. Luckily, I was matched up against a female. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. That's not fair. And I, and, I, and I brought home the orange team gold. Oh, way to go. Yeah. You, you beat her by an inch. I actually did. That's funny, dude. Hey, I'm pretty sure I've told you on this show at some point in the last 100 episodes of my biggest school injury which did not happen in an athletic competition or in PE or outside. It happened in the science room. I've told you about this, right? No. What would you, I think once I you tell you, would you, make, you mix chemicals together? Yes. Oh, do you have to use the, the awesome eyewash machine? Yes. <laughs> I haven't told you about this. I'm pretty sure I have. In seventh grade, I'm pretty sure it was seventh grade, we were making... The world's biggest bubbles, okay, in the science classroom. Like like uh, bubbles you blow or? Think of like a hula hoop. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. We, maybe it wasn't even that big. I don't even remember. And maybe no, it those are all, those are always fun. They are fun. Yeah. They are fun. And maybe I wasn't in seventh grade, but we were in the seventh grade teacher's science classroom. So maybe I was yeah, fifth yeah. grade. I don't remember. But um we mixed so many chemicals in a bucket. All I remember is like glycerin was definitely one. Okay. Okay. I think that's like, what does glycerin do? Doesn't it, it ignite stuff, right? It's a, uh, it's a spark stuff. It's some soap. It's some, so, so much like dove and all kinds. I don't, it was, it was a science classroom. So uh, yeah, honestly, the biggest bubble in the classroom, the thing may have been six feet wide. Okay. <laughs> but you would like float it in the air uh-huh. and then you would have to measure it. Like you would have to document how big your bubble was. And so everyone has got these huge ass bubbles in the classroom. And I don't think the eyewear was mandatory back then. Like (laughs) I remember we, no, it never was. We had them or nobody was as stupid as me. I think that was a thing. That's also another, that's probably everybody was standing up measuring them. Yeah. Well, I had the genius idea to get underneath the, <laughs> the effing bubble with my yardstick or whatever it was and look up at the bubble. And then, of course, it popped. Yeah. All the chemicals came down into my eyeballs. Burning. Of Valdez, it was like, honestly, like someone uh, put dump chlorine in your eyes when you're going swimming. Uh, like an acid bath. I don't even know what to compare it to. Like, <laughs> with your skin melting off Valdez, your body. The worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Okay, like someone literally lit my eyes on fire, and I'm, uh, I, I, you know, I grab someone. My eyes are foaming. Uh-huh. Are you screaming? I'm, sc- I'm screaming. Are you crying? Well, actually, I, I try to probably play it cool for a second, but then the panic starts setting in, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I realize I'm in deep crap. Yeah. So you're, you're, number one, the well, the embarrassment, <laughs> the embarrassment, the embarrassment is first. Then all right. of a sudden, physical pain, the pain is the, kicking it, in. Yeah. yeah. Have you in your entire life ever seen the eyewash station used? Never. It's all it's so <laughs> dusty. Dude. And actually the teachers so the, dusty. the teachers are using it to to put papers th- on that they've graded. I think Mrs. Mrs. Hara went into a state of shock. She realized she had to use the eyewash machine. Okay. <laughs> I was the guy. They dragged me to the back. I cannot see. I always I remember black blackness. She's yelling at everyone, get out of the way. The entire class stops. She lays me on the counter over the sink in the eyewash machine. Pumping my eyes with that f- dumb suction cup thing. 
Dude, it's not working. I'm there. She pumping my eyes for like 10 minutes. They have to remove me from the classroom and take me to uh, the principal's office area and the nurse's office. Yeah, the nurse's, yeah, the nurse's the op- office. Basically the operating yeah. room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember to the point where I was like, felt like I was cool enough where I didn't want to be. I mean, obviously I knew I was embarrassed, but they kept saying, we need to call an ambulance. And I was saying, I remember just yelling, no ambulance, no ambulance, because I would have been so embarrassed yes, if I had got dragged out of school yeah, yeah, yeah. in an ambulance. Even though I could not see for like if 40, you were, you were willing to risk blindness to save embarrassment. Yes, 1000%. <laughs> I just, re, they pumped my eye for 45 minutes. Eventually, like they, they had, they, the eye wash wasn't, so they had to take me to like a big sink. That's what yeah, it was, yeah. where the big sink was. And so they're just rinsing my eyes for 45 minutes. Eventually, the pain stop, subsides and I'm chilling there. I, I can't see though. Like my eyes are so sensitive, but I can. I think I can barely open it. Light, light is starting to come in, but you, it's all blurry. And fuzzy. you wouldn't believe what happened next. I thought my day sucked. Then the dumb fire alarm goes off. <laughs> there was a planned fire drill. Okay, Mrs. Har is in the room. She hands me. Mrs. Har is like seventy years old. Her sunglasses. Because she says, your eyes are too sensitive. We have to go outside. The sunniest day of the year. Okay? And you have to go out there. and rain, rains every day in Washington. Right. day of the year. I remember they led me hand by hand outside with like all the female. It was all female teacher schools. Catholic like high school. Elementary school. Couldn't see. I'm wearing Mrs. Hara's screen sunglasses. And I have to line up single file with my classmates. As they're like holding my hand. And I had to stay outside for like 20 minutes while they do the dumb fire drill. Hey, if you had a cane, they would have thought you were blind. Dude, <laughs> I can believe I'm the eyewash guy. You are the eyewash guy. And it was a, a, a horrifying experience. And I and in 2023, I could have sued the school, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. you know, no, uh, you know, people didn't sue each other back then. Right? Oh, yeah. Or you barely we even, didn't know what a lawsuit was. I, my mom wouldn't even said it. She would have said, Matt, you you're idiot. You're, you're you, stupid. You're stupid. You didn't wear your eyeglasses. Yeah. Your goggles. Instead of saying, you know, why wasn't my son wearing the goggles? That's, yeah. I don't think you ever told me that. No, dude. So embarrassing. So pain. Worst pain I've ever when, felt in my life. When you were in, um, in, in, I guess it was middle school. Did you have to do the mousetrap cars? What is that? That's when you have to build a car out of a mousetrap. And you you're, you were graded on how far uh, your mousetrap car went. No. <laughs> this sounds very remedial. <laughs> what do you mean? Like you this would take a, oh, you dude, would, this was a this was a big deal. I mean, in middle school. We in middle school we were b- building solar cars. <laughs> you were building mousetrap cars in Pasadena. <laughs> what do you mean? Like like a roll like a derby to some derby thing like No. You put you little given, button wheels on there or something. You were given a mouse you were given a mousetrap. All right, and you had to and you had to make your, your you had to make your car. So you take go the, go tw- go twenty feet mm-hmm. in in order to get uh, a passing grade. But how would it go twenty feet? All right, right? Let okay, me, all right. I'm going to tell you how. I was stupid. All right, all right. my car consisted of a shoebox top, uh, doilies, and and um, that would use as an axle that you would cut through. Mm-hmm. The mouse trap would tie to a to a, a piece of string. And then as the trap would would go, all right, as it would clamp down, mm-hmm. it would move the string and then move the 
the doy the 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 axle mm-hmm. with the wheels on it, and it would travel that way. Oh, so it was just like the force of the of the, the clamp. Force, yes, of the clamp w- 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 slingshotted your yes. Well, okay, I follow. And yes, and, and then if you were smart, mm. you would use you would use um like a ruler to extend the mouse trap mm. so that the arc of the mouse trap pull. Would be longer, so that bigger snap. So yeah, so it would be a bigger snap, so you would have more force, so yeah. that your car would go. Okay, and then you would be even smarter, and you would use like a record for a wheel instead of some dumb uh, tiny thing, tiny thing yeah. like I did. Uh huh. All right, if you're because the, now was this an in class project or take home? Take home. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's because when you actually had uh, parents that were worried about your grades, they would help you. With they it. would do the project. Yeah, for they would you. do yeah. basically uh-huh. do the project for you. Mm-hmm. We also we also had other other in in class contests. Did you make it to twenty feet? I think I made it to thirteen. Oh, you you didn't pass the math. Do you know how short thirteen feet is? I, I am well aware. <laughs> you would do a walk of shame. I went in there with my with my um, mm-hmm. with my mouse trap car. That thing that thing looked like cakes is a electric, electric car <laughs> compared to everyone else's Ferraris. Yeah. All right, I was so embarrassed. Yeah. We also did. You ever have to do the ice contest? What is that? That's when you had to um, keep an ice cube. Uh, full um, overnight, so you would go. You would go to Bodkin Elementary. This was a fifth grade project. Mm-hmm. You'd go to Bodkin Elementary. And they would give you an ice cube, and you would label your thing at like you go there like at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. You label it and you set it down, and you don't touch it. And then, in order to get an A, you had to come back, and your ice cube had to be intact. Well, how do you keep your ice cube intact? <laughs> Very good question. What's Brad? the trick? The trick. The mm-hmm. trick is to make some sort of um, um, suspension thing so that the water doesn't doesn't touch the cube, which makes it which makes melt. it melt even more. Huh. So I I personally I had like a foam top with like holes underneath, and that the water would drip down. So that's why my my ice cube would stand still. Someone brought dry ice for the experiment. Well, that's cheating. That is cheating. Right? They got they got a D. Did you also do the egg drop test? Of course. Did you? Uh, of course, I did the egg drop. They take you. They take you <laughs> to the roof. To the roof of the school, and some crazy lady is on top of the roof. It's six stories up or whatever it was, butt high at our school. And then she would she would drop the someone they would drop the egg into the container. So many splattered eggs. So many splattered. And then I remember this lady, the judge, would always scream out. It's a no go, no go to the whole audience. Hey, speaking of the roof, did you? Really- I don't know if I ever did. I think the egg drop may have been like um, uh, voluntary. Like it was like a whole thing for the school if you wanted to come and be a part of it. And you could have. I think it was, man- it was mandatory at ours. Speaking of the roof, did you, uh, when you were a senior, did you always tell the freshmen that there was a pool on the roof? No, that was the big, that was the big thing. You got a thing with the roof, didn't you? Say we say you snuck up on the roof or something at your school. No, 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 no. We oh, never I snuck, thought, no, I we never you snuck up on the roof. Oh. No, no, no. But we would always we had you tell, like, the, you tell the, the there, there was like a greenhouse on like the top of the roof, mm-hmm. and it was just like some nubs. This room. is in high school. You would tell yeah. the freshmen. Yeah, you would tell the freshmen mm-hmm. there's a pool on the roof. No, we never did that. No, we did 
Maybe, all the time. Maybe. We had nothing else going on. <laughs> Sounds like it. All right, actually, hey, speaking of nothing going on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna the get junkies to the, this week. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get to the show today. <laughs> all right, let's take a quick break. We will be right back. We got a little bit part of the show left. Yeah, let's we got talk. a little bit left, but we got to thank uh, Mike and uh, Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Uh, this episode of Bit Season is brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Don't Sleep supports Bit Season, uh, supports me, and supports Drabby. We'll actually see Mike uh, on Friday. Friday. Absolutely. Yeah, Twin Lakes. Uh, don't, get some today at don'tsleepenergy.com and use the promo code BITSEASON. Uh, you can get it at don'tsleepenergy.com. I know they have it at Amazon. Um, if you just uh, type in Don't Sleep Energy and the promo code BITSEASON for 10% off every order, follow and like on all social media at Don't Sleep Energy. Uh, when we come back, we'll actually get to the start of our show. <laughs> right? We'll be right back. We'll be right don't back. go anywhere. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome back to Bit Season episode 99. After we got off on our tangent there, Drabby. I, you know I what, blame I, you. I, I know. I blame you too. I hope people enjoy it. I don't know if they do or not, but... Well, so we always say nostalgia is, is one of the <laughs> it's, uh, our main ingredient that, that we serve up. Yeah, well, that is that is what the show is all about. Us <laughs> talking about things that happened when we were ten years old. It's basically therapy. It's a tenant of, of this <laughs> yeah, season. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a staple. Uh, pornography, <laughs> nostalgia, and um, junkies. I guess we'll put uh, yeah, a, little, a, little, a little bit of the junkies hey, speak, in there. Speaking of junkies, did you um, did you notice? Something today uh, on today's show, Thursday's show um, with Eric. He was I put this in one of the titles in the segments yeah. that I posted on, online, um, like the 730 segment. Cranky, very cranky today. Very, yeah. Crabby. Crabby. That's a great crab sports. There's your new endorsement. There's your new endorsement right there. Bookie B. Yeah. So crabby today. And you know what? Why does he act like he's the only one that has to wake up early on this show? I don't get it either. It's, it, it's tilting. I wake up Every, earlier than, than all of them. Everyone's tired on the show. Yes. First off, you have to do something about it. You know, if you're tired, then then you have to inject caffeine into your body to for a little bit of a bump. Yeah. Or do something. Uh, you just can't come into work and, and have a bad attitude like he did today. I, and it, it, and it's, it was, it was a, I don't like, he wasn't, 
he, I guess the attitude could be described as like he couldn't be bothered. You know what I mean? It, well, everything, everything was a um, was a monumental task for him. That's what that's what, like he what it was, felt he, like. Eric was in one of his. I just want to sit here and get paid moods. That's a great way to describe it. And obviously that's, that's bothersome to us, but as you know what it was like, it's like, um, it's like, okay, you got, you guys got this show. Don't worry. You guys got it. I'm here. If you need me, let yeah. me, let me know if you need well, me. Well, it wasn't, I didn't even get that as much as like, I'm going to take this play off. You know, I, we know when not to, Joan and have poke a, the bear, poke the bear, and today was one of those days. Yeah, today was because a day he was to, he was crabby. Where if you just did a slight Joan, he was going to explode on you. It was almost best to ignore Eric for the first couple, but then he loosened up later in the show. Well, he probably got untired. And his, it was ca- caffeine, fun. his caffeine probably kicked in. When, but, yeah, I don't remember what we were talking about later in the show. Maybe it was about Taylor Swift or uh, the EP that kind of went uh, off on a tangent, but. He he kind of loosened up there a little bit uh, towards the end why, of the show. But. Why was he so crabby? Is it is it just being tired, or was was something making him crabby today? I'm no, I'm sure he is tired, but it's too much country club. So you think the country club I is, do, is making him, out there is making him tired, which in turn he's socializing is make, too much. He's he's out on a school night. Yeah, yeah what do you? Th- yeah. He's going this. Hey, I'm antisocial about everything, mm-hmm. but look at me. I'm at I'm at the country club uh, four right. nights a week. Well, I mean, yeah. If you're, it's called a social club. It's social membership, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So if, he's going to all the mixers. He's going to the. He's going to the to the mixers. He's gossiping about people there. <laughs> he he told me that that's all the country club is. Is you just find out dirt about other country club members, and then everyone's just gossiping about each that's, other. Yeah, it's a look. As someone who worked at a country club, yeah, I can tell you, a country club is its own world. All right, and you have you have like membership tiers, not necessarily like what people are paying, but like you have like oh the guy like. Mr. Jones is there all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's he always is up to something. Oh, Mr. Smith is the country club drunk. All right, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then everyone's everyone's business is always out there too at a club. Don't you think he's going too too hard, too fast with the country club life? I mean, he's like there ta- a lot. He's taking over his life. He's playing golf a lot. He's, he's playing not, golf more than me. He's playing golf. He's ra- he's raving about the food. I mean, come on! It's a it's a country. <laughs> it's, a, it's a high end TGI Fridays. <laughs> yes, he's uh, he's the, raving the, 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 about the food. The Chilean sea bass <laughs> off air. I mean, he won't stop talking about the sea bass. <laughs> and, 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 he, and he's telling his buddy Squirrel's got to sign up because the the food blew his socks off or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I mean, come on! It's not even. I mean, I could never afford this place. But it's not even a high-end country club. It's not like it's Trump. It's not snooty. It's snooty. It's just an everyday neighborhood the, the country wor- club. The working man's club. Working, <laughs> it is a working man's country club. There's no chance the food is blowing his socks off. <laughs> they have, it's a Michelin star country yeah. club. Yeah. Uh, here, here's our uh, our oven baked chicken, Eric. <laughs> wow. Herb crusted chicken. Yeah. Hey, speaking of food, hmm. what did um. And Eric, what did you think of his daughter demanding steak? I have. Uh, I'm wondering who's calling the shots in that house. First hey. off, like 
When you're how how old is it's um, Kate right Yeah, it's still there. I think she's fourteen. She's fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. When you were fourteen, would you ever have the balls to tell your parents what you wanted for dinner, unless you were asked what you wanted for dinner? There are a couple nights a year that I was probably your asked, birthday. Yeah, something like that. Where I asked <laughs> what I wanted. Definitely not just some random Monday or Tuesday night. What I wanted for dinner. You know what we had for dinner? We had... Whatever mom made. Ham and cheese sandwiches in the Snack Master. That's what... <laughs> yeah. That's what my dad made. And if my mom was there, we'd be lucky enough to have spaghetti or, you know, something from a pot. Def, I, de, I may, definitely never steak unless it was a, someone's birthday yes. or a big, you know, holiday or something like that. Steak uh, on a Monday? When I was a kid, when I was a kid, we'd had steak. We had steak for my dad's birthday. That's the only right. time I can remember. Right. Now, yeah. look, I, I got size for my mom's cooking. Yeah, so did I. But it was the family casserole type stuff. You know, never, never. Oh, yeah, what's your, your beef stroganoff? I love beef stroganoff. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, chicken enchiladas in a, in a, in a casserole dish or, yes. uh, you know, classic American 80s and 90s meals. <laughs> Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Definitely never. Never steak. Never steak. And I certainly, if I think, if I would have said, what would you happen if you told Bob Myers, you go, Dad, I want a steak for dinner tonight. <laughs> he said, go buy it yourself. He that's, said, what, that's what he would yeah. tell me. Yeah. You know what my dad would say? He'd say, I want your mom to me. You know what my dad would always say? Actually, my grandfather would say, yeah, no, my dad would definitely not say that. This is my dad's, this is my grandfather's line that my dad stole, stole from him and I will use it as you know, with my kids. He would always say, if I would have said, dad, I want steak for dinner tonight. He'd always say, yeah, well, people in hell want ice water. <laughs> <laughs> We're having ham and cheese sandwiches. Yeah. Again? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely never called the shots. And then my parents certainly would have not argued over whether or not they were going to the store to <laughs> get me what steak. I wanted for dinner. Hey, do you think, do you think Kate is sophisticated enough to know the cut of steak she wants? No. Like she's, she goes, I want, no, this is ribeye. I want sirloin. I don't think so. He always says that Kate is, um, the easygoing one. He says that, that, um, oh, so Meg know- is, is the bougie one. So I would think that Meg, his oldest daughter, who's at Cornell, would be the steak girl. Well, no, no. he gets it. It's not out of bouginess. It's out of. Well, steak. Yeah. I mean, a little bit. Well, no. Well, it is bougie, but it's apparently she's a picky eater. I didn't know that Kate was a picky eater. Uh, maybe I didn't know that either. Now, look, I, I know EB's kids. They, they're all very, very, very sweet yes. kids, but Kate by far and away, like super charming, super nice very girl. Very charming. Um, seems like a, like a great kid. So um, it's not really on her. It's just funny to me that EB gets screamed at where it, when, uh, when D says, Oh my God, go to the store then. I'm on TEB on that. Oh, like, about getting screamed well, at? Well, Dina said she put that in the first instructions. Hey, can you go to the store and get a steak for yeah. Kate for dinner tonight? Also, if I told you right now what was what was in your fridge or what was in your oh, freezer, I no, you yeah, have no idea. I have no idea. And I and I run that shop. Yeah. I have no idea. If we have ground beef in yeah, there. Yeah, you're the, you're the butcher and you don't even know. Yeah, I mean, also, steak has to be defrosted. That's true, too. If you're free, you know. Yeah, so you, could, you can't just be, throw it. You yeah. can't just throw that on the grill or whatever. You have there's there's planning that go involves in that. I know. So, um, but I did think it's funny that um, that they were arguing over steak for dinner. What 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 it was your your big 
family meal? You, mine was beef stroganoff. What did you guys always have? Um, my mom, my mom. Besides crab. You bet you wouldn't eat crab. Like, no, no, no. Crab. On crab a Monday was, night. Give me a Monday birthday. night dinner. A Monday night dinner? Yeah. My mom would make uh, stuffed peppers, stuffed green peppers. I hated it. I hated when my mom made stuffed bell peppers. I hated, I hated so much of the stuff that my mom would make, but I wouldn't. My, but, but it was reinforced what? to me that if you didn't eat, you would go hungry. Like if you didn't have dinner, you would go hungry. You don't get what you want, you go mm. hungry. You my know mom, that my mom made this crappy chicken and rice thing all the time. Hey, I love <laughs> chicken and rice. It was so gross. It was. Why was it like long grain wild it, rice or wild, something? Wild rice, <laughs> yeah. right? With chunks of chicken. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, I, and then the string beans. Yeah, and, yeah. And string beans and mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you that should sucks. see you should see the amount of salt that me and my yeah. dad got to put you on that thing. Get to put so much salt, <laughs> so on. much salt on it. Yeah. All right, because it's the most unflavorful dish in the world. Yeah, I did go home this summer though, and I requested my mom to make some cheesy broccoli rice for some reason. That was another meal I had when I was young and. Seemed to be a hit, and I it was damn good the summer when I had it. Uh, oh, my, then my mom gets this bag shrimp that's all on sale, freezes Ugh. forever. All right, the, and the, the shrimp are the tiniest freaking shrimp in the world, mm-hmm. and they're so disgusting. They all have freezer burn because my mom buys five packs of them when they they're five dollars off a giant. Yeah. Right, uh-huh. and, then, and then she says, "I'm making, I'm making shrimp creole tonight." Get your, get your. Is that cold, the worst thing you're? Get, to be your, the worst thing get your, your, get your uh, uh, cold water ready because this is going to have a Louisiana kick to it. Oh and my god! And it's this freezer burnt shrimp with uh, chopped up bell pepper in this soupy tomato sauce over rice. And it's the worst thing in the world. And then, and then my dad, my dad scarfs it down because he's just gotten so accustomed to mm-hmm. it. And then, I, and then I'm sitting there eating it. Now the best nights, the best nights were when dad cooked, because dad was an awful cook. <laughs> All right, yeah. But he would, but he would make, he would make man meals. He would make the guy dinners, basically yeah. for 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 you and the kids. He would make spaghetti and meatballs. Mm-hmm. My dad used to make this. He would make it all the time. It's the only thing he knew how to make. Mm-hmm. He used to take um, a big old Kaiser Kaiser bun, all right, like yeah, a hot nice, dog yeah. bun, uh-huh. big old thing. Okay, all right, toast it up, cook an Italian sausage, Silly. put pizza sauce on it, and cover it in mozzarella. Put it back in the oven, and you used to have this pizza sub with an Italian <laughs> that sauce. Delicious. It was honestly, it was the most delicious thing I ever had in my life. Mm. And he, but that was the only thing he knew how to make. Right, <laughs> because he he grew up making those things for himself when he was a kid, like at the pizzeria that he worked at. That sounds pretty so, good. So he used to make it for me, and I used to I used to beg for that thing all the time. Did I ever tell that when um, my parents are still together? But when um, I was like in fourth grade, nineteen ninety, my mom left for six months. Not not a marriage thing. My mom went to live in Colorado for like, I don't know, six to eight months or something like that to get her nursing degree. Okay. All right. So my mom, when she was in college, she went to University of Portland, but I don't think she ever graduated because she married my dad, but she was working in nursing, but she, she needed to finish her schooling. She needed to get her schooling to get her, her like nurse practitioner degree. Huh. Okay. Uh, so this is 1990. I'm eight years old. This is before online internet, all that stuff. So my mom left Tri-Cities, Washington and went to school, like a nursing school, um, 
for eight months, like an eight month program with other old mm-hmm. other adults. I don't think it was for yeah. kids. So it was just my dad with five kids okay. in the house. I don't know how he did it. My dad's the world's worst cook, but he's also very picky. When I mentioned the snack master earlier, do you know what that is? I don't know what a snack master it's, is. It's 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 the sandwich grill. Oh, like a panini maker, form, panini, yeah, like from the, like the nineteen eighties, like, a, like a Cuisinart thing it, that you would see yes, today. But it was from like an infomercial back in the day. <laughs> All, right. All right, I'm not kidding you. Almost every night for six months, we had toast or bread filled with ham, like sliced ham, cheese. Put it in the snack master. It yeah. Comes out in these little triangle yeah, things. Like a forming grill. Yeah. If we and then maybe he'd put leftover spaghetti in it one night. <laughs> but that was it. It was like this, and then he's Irish, so he loves potatoes. So it was snack master, spaghetti, and almost every night some sort of Pota- ma- uh, mashed potatoes or a potato that he cuts open and and mashes it down and puts butter and salt on it and some <laughs> and uh, you know maybe some sour cream if you're lucky. Did that you, was my dinner for six to eight months when I was young. I used to. Did you ever have the? You had the Foreman Grill growing up, didn't you? No, Foreman Grill got po- popular when I was like late high school. My um, parents, high college. My parent, my parents made burgers on the Foreman Grill. Those are nubs, they aren't are, they? They are the worst. Yes. Foreman Grill is the worst possible. thing I've in had the, world. the Foreman Grill. People, when it's it was, the worst. It's the worst food ever. The worst food ever. How is it so bad? Yeah, I don't know. And then it just—it's so. Un- you want to lose weight? Get a Foreman Grill. You want to know why? It's because you're watching the grease literally drip into this plastic trough that you put underneath of it. Yeah. And it's the grossest thing in the world. You just have ground beef hamburger guts dripping down into this trough. Why I don't. And, and, then, oh, and, the, and then my dad's sitting there dumping mayo on his burger. <laughs> right, and yeah. going, the grease just slides right <laughs> off. Do nom, people nom, still nom, use nom, the Foreman Grill? There's no chance. There's no chance anyone uses a Foreman Grill now. I don't know. I, I think um, maybe it's a, it's a relic from the past for sure. But I, it was a fad. I think uh, Thello it's, had one like ten years ago. The, when the I lived form, with him. The Foreman Grill is basically like the air fryer now. You used to yeah, you yeah. put everything on the Foreman Grill, right? Yeah, the air, air fryer. Yeah, look at oh, look at the grill marks. It's just like the grill. No, it's not. No, luckily I I for some I never had to have really meals that came from. Uh, from from the George Foreman Grill. Hey, speaking of fellow, what are your thoughts on our guy Blue Shorts? Oh, we and love his new uh, career. We love IDM, but if uh, people don't know, Shorts and Othello are doing a podcast. It doesn't matter. Shorts from who used to work here. He was laid off, not fired. <laughs> laid off, not fired. So Shorts and and Othello are doing the podcast. I, to be honest with you, I don't even know what Othello's new job is. He's had it. It's not even new, but his. I don't know. I don't know either. I thought he had the same job he's always had. I, it's probably I don't even know his old job. Yeah, yeah I, neither do I. He works in an office. It's an office job. <laughs> works in an office. I, but Shorts, I guess, has been looking for work as a uh, author, not author, writer, blogger, writer, mm-hmm. online. Hasn't found what he's looking for. Yet. Hasn't found what he's looking for. His and, um, what do you call it? His um, not a stimulus. His um. St- Severance. His severance. His severance has yes. run out. Yes. Yeah, so, so obviously he needs to find work. So since he can't find the job that he's looking for, Shorts has entered the workforce working in construction. It's a wild, wild choice knowing Blue Shorts. And look, I respect the hell out of anybody who A, has a job and goes to work, works hard, 40 res- hours, or especially if I you're working. I respect construction. 
blue collar job. That's a, right? definitely a blue collar job. It's definitely it's definitely a um, worlds apart from what he did did before. Right. Guys like Cowboy Todd who are out there, you know, working with their hands and getting yes. dirty every day like that is you, you, those are real men. Yes. And yeah, I feel fortunate that, you know, I don't have to do that at least not yet in my career. There might be a point where we do. I will say I'm a little I'm a little jealous of blue shorts. You are. Yes. I'm not. Because the blue collar job jobs run in my veins. Well, I get they really don't. <laughs> <laughs> they run in your brother and your f- f- dad's ve- veins. They what do you mean? Well, it, it skipped you. I worked. I worked as, as a maintenance foreman. All right, from <laughs> from the years I was the, I was Anne Arundel County's youngest maintenance foreman. No, you. I was okay. a maintenance foreman. You worked at playgrounds, and <laughs> you would change out the trash cans every once <laughs> That's in a while. Untrue. Uh, okay. That's untrue. Okay, yeah. it's untrue. It's untrue. I would tell people to do the trash cans. <laughs> All right. Well, then you had an office job. It wasn't an office job. I had boots on the ground. I had steel toe boots. What were you doing? Steel toe boots mowing on the, the grass? grass. Yes. Oh, you I, were. Yeah. I had All a big right. old big old tractor that I was on. But you haven't done that since you were at least 25. I know. Right. So everybody's got to have a crappy job right. at one point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm just saying, I, I envy it because he is salted. He's working salt of the earth. I am jealous of the fact, first off, in my mind, blue shorts doing manly construction work is just not a fit. I'd be a better fit. And I'm the, I, I'm the world's, uh, you know, like, I, you know, no calluses on this hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, you, you got, <laughs> although you're starting to get them. I'm starting to get them, I guess, from now as I'm, I'm working out a little bit. But, but. but this is, so this is what I don't understand is, so at first when, when we found out that Blue Shorts is working in construction. I thought it was a bit. I thought it was a bit too. Because he I did thought, a video saying he got sunburned on his first day of construction. And I'm like, Like what? I thought he's doing, I thought he's doing like a woe is me. Look at me. I'm a day laborer type yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Some I, weird I, yeah, Blue Shorts I, I, I need, I need money. So look at me. I'm, I'm ha- hanging out at Home Depot trying to get work because right. I'm laid off. Right. Like I just thought it was a YouTube bit. I didn't know that he was working with Bob the Builder, some guy they know. I know Bob the Builder. You do, you do. I do not know him, but sounds like a nice guy. And Blue Shorts is learning the cr- on the job training. God bless Bob the Builder. Training <laughs> the Blue patient, Shorts, the patience of a saint. How to use a nail gun and how to cut wood and all kinds of stuff. And look, all very useful stuff. Like in. Shorts is this probably is why, this already is far beyond what you, yeah, your yeah. knowledge and it, my knowledge is that he's is that he's learning a skill that he's is useful. Skill. That what that when the end of days come and the mm-hmm. you know what I mean the Armageddon's here and you need to build your own shelter. Well, how come shorts you, can do it? How come you never say that? What? When whenever you're crabby and you're having a bad day, you say, "I'm gonna, I want to go pour beer somewhere." You never say, "Hey, I want to go uh, weld some pipes." <laughs> that's a, that sounds like I'm working in porno. <laughs> yeah, I'm working in gay porno. <laughs> I'm gonna go weld you some pipes. I mean. yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna go spit shine some pipes. <laughs> um, oh, you never say, "I want to go uh, change some oils." <laughs> yeah. right. I'm gonna work at a quickie lube yeah. and change some oil. Um, <laughs> because because the the bar that I work at is on a beach, oh, and I just don't I don't bar. equate right. That's not blue collar to me. No, though. to be honest with you, it's in your veins. Uh, to be honest with you, mm. when when 
S hits the fan and we all get fired, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be hitting up shorts to go see if I can work next to him. We'll be like the property brothers. <laughs> all right. We'll be like Drew and Jonathan Scott. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. And we'll, we'll replace tile together. We'll uh, take down uh, drywall together. I like shorts um, his mindset about this whole thing because he was like, the guy is literally learning how to put on his steel toed boots, right? He like, yeah. he doesn't know anything. Yeah. And he's working as his a, red wings, his red wings. He's working as um, an assistant to a, to a, a, you know, a construction worker. Shorts told and us, shorts go, I guess I can say this. I can say this. Shorts told us that he picks up the trash from everyone else <laughs> right. that's there. And shorts was, shorts was giving us the hard sell and he was like, no, no, this is great. You don't understand. I can become a project manager. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, shorts, you're learning how to uh, use you're, a nail gun. <laughs> like, you're picking up, you're picking up everyone's cigarette butts on the, on the job. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You know what? Yeah. It's, it's no, like, I respect it. It, it, just does, it hasn't it hasn't sunk in yet that Shorts is out there. This is what this is what I, I think of when Shorts. You mm-hmm. remember you remember the movie Saving Private Ryan, right? Of course. All right. You you remember the the scared interpreter that's running mm-hmm. ammo to everybody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I imagine Shorts is yeah, doing on the, on the construction on the lot. site. Yeah, yeah, on the lot. <laughs> is that this this chicken uh, chicken with its head cut off running all around, scared, not knowing anything that's going on. Helping, helping everyone who is actually doing work on the job. Right. Well, I, I, I respect the hell out of it. It's just a funny visual to me of shorts out there. Hey, what, if you worked in construction, what do you think? What, what would be your specialty? Um, definitely not a crane operator. I'm scared of heights. Um, <laughs> I, 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 you know what I was pretty good at? Holding up the sheetrock. <laughs> my dad loves hanging sheetrock. And I, all, all, my entire childhood, it seemed like in the fall and spring, we were doing some home construction project. And I would hold up one end of the sheetrock and my brother the other <laughs> end. And my dad's nailed it into yeah. the into the. Hey, how, how many times? How many times in your life have you hit your fingers with a with a hammer? Um enough times where I'm still scared of it to this that's, day. That's, that's, gotta, that's gotta be that's gotta be on the Mount Rushmore of pain. Oh, definitely. When you crack that t- that fingernail from yeah, that. How many how many times do you think Shorts has banged his finger hand with his, with his hammer? Uh, it had to have happened numerous times already. What's your favorite tool? Crowbar. Crowbar. <laughs> I, I like to do that with my zings. Yeah, <laughs> my dad had something on his workbench that was like a, a vice. You know what a vice yeah, is? Yeah, I know what a vice is. Uh, you, so you, you just crank, crank it so crank tight. It, yeah, yeah, so tight and it holds it. I would love putting shit in there and just cranking that whatever <laughs> it was and getting that thing so tight. <laughs> oh. It wouldn't even be stuff that was supposed to go in there. Hey, do you think Shorts wears, uh, wears one of those belts? A leather tool belt? Yeah, you got it. That's first day on the job at attire. Yeah. You got to get one of those, I think. I With your hammer gonna... and... I see. This is what. This is why it doesn't fit. Shorts and construction doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. I feel like shorts would be taking his tape measure, trying to measure everyone's <laughs> on, the, on the construction. Well, side. I just envision shorts like wearing flip flops. Was as I see him every time wearing big baggy basketball shorts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's and one shorts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like a pop, just, and a pop punk t shirt. Yeah, he's not like a flannel shirt guy to me in the like heavy carpenter jeans. He's not <laughs> yeah, that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. He, shorts doesn't look good in dickies. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Hey, we've gone so long. I think we're gonna get in trouble. So okay. All right. We, sorry. We, sorry. We, we, we gotta go. But um, I hope everyone enjoyed this extended episode of episode ninety nine of Bit Season. Yeah. And um, maybe you know next what, maybe, week we'll talk more about the junkies. Yeah. You know what we should do for our hundredth episode. What? Go 100 minutes. 
Uh, all right, we'll leave that. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. You can't say before the show, uh, we got nothing. <laughs> you know what? We'll do a junkies. All right, our hundred show. Let's see if we can get a hundred calls. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe we will get the calls working on this thing sometime. That would be nice. All right. All right, guys. Have a great weekend, yeah. and we'll see you soon. Later. Bye. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 